This is Tea and Talk, a podcast dedicated to empowering, uplifting, inspiring, and celebrating women. I'm Tefia Stokes, your host, as well as women's health advocate, blogger, blogger, and author of Grow Through It. Everyone has a story, and not everyone's story will start or end the same, but you can't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes it may take a few pages, chapters, or even series to get you to the climax. You will get there if you continue to walk in the path you were destined to walk and keep turning those pages. It's time for you to end that chapter of your life that is holding you back, causing stagnation, self-doubt, self-hate, and negative self-talk. All you have to do is turn the page, sis, and start to write a new chapter. They say a woman is like a cup of tea. You can't tell her strength until you put her in hot water. Well, the water is hot, sis, so let's see your strength. Grab your tea and get comfortable and join me as I get into it on this episode of Tea and Talk. Happy Monday, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the very first episode of Tea and Talk. Um, In today's episode, I kind of want to delve into uh, grief. For me, I've been dealing with grief since January of this year when my grandmother unexpectedly uh, passed away. And she was the rock of the family. She was the oldest in the family. Um, There's me, my brother, uh, my aunt's two children. So she has four grandchildren two great-grandchildren, my brother and I both have sons, and then she has two daughters. And we were and are still a tight-knit family, Um, but she was definitely the heart of that family, of our family. She, She was very loving. She was hilarious. She can make you laugh at the moments that you need to laugh. She always knew what to say to kind of brighten your day if you're feeling low or or just to make you laugh because that's the type of person that she was. Uh, my grandmother and I would always joke back and forth, back and forth all day, every day. Um, I'd call her and I'd have an oldie on. Um, my grandmother raised me, so oldies is is my jam. Um, but I'd always, you know, call her and have an oldies song on, and I would call her singing. And instead of her being like, "What the hell?" she just joined in singing, and that that's just who my grandmother was. Um, a few years ago, I maybe two, three years ago. She and I started having um, adult tea parties. So we would, you know, go to each other's house, uh, alternate houses every Sunday, and we'd get a different kind of tea, a different type of pastry. We'd play our cards. She loved to play uh, 1000 um, and Rummy. 
and, and we'd just sit there and chill out. We'd jam out to some music. Um, and then one day my mom came in her house and she's like, I wasn't invited. What are you guys doing? So it turned into um, all of the girls um, having a tea party every Sunday. So it would be me, my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, and my little cousin. And we alternated houses. We alternated treats. I'd cook. They'd cook. <laughs> We'd bring different teas. We'd do karaoke. It was just one big party. Um, I think once winter came, we kind of um, cut down because it was too cold to come out of the house. But once my grandmother went into the hospital, I was so looking forward to her to come out of that hospital so that we can start up that tradition again. Um, because I love just being around my family, being around my my ladies and my family and just enjoying each other's company and, and loving on my grandmother. Um, and And even though she's not here with us right now, I still want to honor her. And I still want to um, continue that tradition. So once once we're off this quarantine, I plan to go back to that tradition with my mother, my aunt, and my little cousin of having our weekly tea parties um, just to keep, you know, keep in contact with one another, continue to love on one another, continue to encourage and uplift one another. But just just be family and and not forget that you know we have each other, um, because with everyday life it can be so easy to forget who you have in your corner. So I definitely want to um, continue that tradition, and I definitely look forward to that once this quarantine is over. Um, but losing my grandmother, I definitely lost a major piece of me and I feel it every day. Um, I have my ups, I have my downs, I can cry all day or I can be okay and I can cry one minute, I can hear a song and I'm bursting out into tears crying and calling my mother to console me. It is so hard to deal with the loss of someone who was so close to you and so important in your life. I mean, I've dealt with losing family, um, but no one who was as close to me as my grandmother. So it, it's been really rough for me um, dealing with that. Um, I have no, I have no issues eating. I know sometimes they say, you know, grief, you don't want to eat. I probably overeat. But my issue is with uh, my anxiety and sleeping. I have not slept a good night's sleep since she went into the hospital on Christmas morning. So um, that's a little bit of, of my story with grief. But I know a lot of other folks have been also dealing with grief in regards to the coronavirus. A lot of people have lost family members and maybe have not been able to attend the funerals of those family members because of the quarantine order. A lot of people have lost um, jobs even. Job loss of anything is considered, if you're mourning the loss of anything, it's considered grieving. So even the loss of a job, um, you can be grieving from that. Grief is a response to a loss. So any type of loss, whether it be someone or something. Um, and I just want 
you guys to know that I'm here. There's other people. You have people in your corner um, to help you to get through the hard time, um, these hard times. And hopefully, you know, the, the, the quarantine and this coronavirus, hopefully it comes to an end soon. When that will be, we don't know. But um, I hope that everyone who, you know, either got furloughed or laid off can get their their positions back or a similar position to, to get you to start your life again. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but a little bit more about grief is uh, it definitely disrupts your physical health. Like I said, I have difficulty sleeping um, and some people have difficulty eating or eating too much. The more significant the loss, um, what I've researched is the more of a major impact it has and the harder and more intense grief will be. And that has definitely been the case for for me. Um, it definitely does take time to recover. And I hear a lot of people say, you know, oh, it gets better with time or, oh, you'll feel fine after such and such time. But I don't know if everyone understands what everyone else is going through. Yes, it sounds nice because people feel that they need to say something to try to help or console. But I, in my opinion, from what I'm going through, it, it's, it takes time, but I don't think anything will ever really be the same. I think I, I, I honestly think I'm going to be grieving for, for quite a long time because she was such a major part in my life and in the lives of my family. So everyone, you know, you know, takes their own amount of time and there's no right or wrong. Um, so don't let anyone tell you that there's a right or wrong. And there's also no right or wrong way to grieve. Yes, there are many unhealthy ways to grieve as far as, you know, substance abuse, alcohol, drugs, or being promiscuous, if that's how you grieve, or what have you. There are definitely unhealthy ways um, which you want to try to stay away from. But as far as the healthy ways of grieving, there is no wrong way to grieve. So don't let anyone tell you that either. You grieve in the way that you need to grieve in. Um, they don't know how you feel and don't let anyone tell you how you feel. You feel the way you feel and that's fine. You know, that's part of your grieving process. You also want to acknowledge the pain. Avoiding it will definitely prolong the process, not saying that the process will be short to begin with, but you want to take the time and acknowledge the pain. You want to feel what it is you're feeling. You want to work through that on your own or, or with the help of others. Um, unresolved grief can definitely lead to depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and health issues. So you need to um, acknowledge the pain and feel those feelings that you're you're feeling. So understand that the process is also unique to you. Like I said in the beginning, um, you know everyone grieves in their own way, and that's fine. Um, nobody's gonna grieve the same way as such and such. And you see such and such doing this, and she just lost 
whomever, but you know, you're doing this. Everyone is, everyone grieves differently. So it's definitely um, unique to you. If you can, I would definitely recommend seeking out support, whether that be family, friends, a bereavement group or therapy, whatever it is, because sometimes it can be very helpful to have someone there or someone to listen to you when you are going through this. Um, it's very hard to get through it on your own. And sometimes I try not to be a bother to my my friends and my family um, or even my husband, but you know, they're there and they understand what I'm going through and I feel comfortable going to them um, to express, you know, I'm going through this right now, I just need to talk to you or I'm going through this right now, just, can you can you walk me through this? Or can you just be there to listen to me cry? And they are very understanding of that. So I definitely recommend, highly recommend that you seek out some support if you have not done so already. Also support yourself too. Um, I don't know if it's the quarantine that's getting to me um, or the grieving process, whatever the case, I have definitely been um, supporting myself. And what I mean by that is I've been loving on myself a lot lately. Um, I have been doing a lot more self-care um, that I, I wouldn't say I wasn't caring for myself, but I've been adulting, I can say. I've been I would I would get out the shower, brush my teeth, and wash my face face with water. I have now been doing mini facials every morning and night. Um, I have been you know taking care of my hair. I have been creating in this in my little office body butters and more cheese, and I've just been loving on myself. Um, but I still haven't been able to love on myself enough to get proper sleep. And I don't think that's a lack of me loving on myself. I think that that comes from um, the flashbacks because when uh, when everything went down, I received a call and it was the middle of the night. And then when she was in the hospital, I received calls at the middle in the middle of the night. So I think it's when I close my eyes, I have flashbacks. So it's very difficult for me to go to sleep, but that's not a lack of self-care or self-love, but I have definitely been supporting myself when it comes to that. So you want to take the time to do that for yourselves as well, because it, it helps the process. It doesn't shorten the process, but it helps you get through. Um, and you want to stay healthy because, you know, a lack of self-care, a lack of self-love, a lack of eating or unhealthy eating can cause major health issues that you want to try to avoid if you can. Planning ahead for grief triggers, and that's, that has, has was a hard one for me in the beginning, um, but now I kind of am getting the hang of it. Um, around my birthday, I began to get really, really sad about a week before my birthday because my grandmother would always call me and say, Happy birthday, Mama. She called me Mama, Mama Love. And that's where um, my tea comes from, Mama Love's tea. Um, I called her Mama Love 1, and I was Mama Love 2. 
but she'd always call me for my birthday. She'd be one of the first people to call me for my birthday. And I knew that I wasn't going to get that call this year. So a week before I was, I was just down and depressed. I didn't want to celebrate my birthday. I didn't want to acknowledge that it was my birthday and my grandmother wasn't here. Um, so I didn't plan ahead for that. I went to work thinking, you know, everything would be okay. The day before my birthday, I broke down at work because the next day was my birthday and my grandmother wasn't wasn't with me. So I didn't think that that would bother me. Um, I mean, it was the first birthday without her. And, you know, the this will be the first year that we haven't had her. But try to be mindful, if you can, of things that you think may trigger you so that you can plan ahead to decrease that impact. Um, I think that if I... Well, I was at work, so I, was, I wasn't really busy at work because not a lot of patients are coming in um, due to COVID, but I think that if I was maybe at home or stayed home, or, or I would have kept myself busy enough to um, not get that much of an impact, possibly. Um, and then my birthday, I, 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 was, I was okay on my birthday, but still... I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it, to be honest with you. Um, and I thank God that my, my mom, I spoke to her obviously that day and she picked up on my vibe and she set something up where she, my aunt, my cousin, and two of my friends from work came and uh, rang my doorbell. I go outside and they're all outside in the cars playing music for my birthday. So that definitely boosted my spirits. And I appreciate that from my mother so much because she knew that I was not going through it. Before they rang that doorbell, I was knocked out. I did not care about my birthday. And she definitely lifted my spirits up. All of them lifted my spirits up. Um, and I know Mother's Day is coming up. Every year, my grandma, my aunt, my cousin, my mom, and me are always together for Mother's Day. So I'm I'm glad it lands on a Sunday, but I know the next day I may still have, you know, some some lingering feelings. So I took that next day, that Monday off from work, just to deal and process with the fact that my grandmother is not here for this holiday. I won't be able to see her and get get her gifts and get her plants that she loves, the flowers that she loves, or take her to the movies to see a Medea movie, which was her favorite, or take her to dinner or any of that. So I know that I'll have some lingering feelings. So I planned ahead and I, I went ahead and took that that day off just because I know that I, I may not be feeling it. They say it's good to also express your feelings um, whether that be journaling, scrapbooking, getting involved. Um, I think that I have been expressing my feelings a little bit through journaling, um, also through my blog, but then I took this as a chance to start Tea and Talk um, and just talk about talk about it, talk about me, be transparent and help other people out, but be a voice that I need to be also to help those other people who may not be at that point where they're ready to be a voice yet, but them hearing me will push them to that 
and hopefully get them to be a voice and speak up for things that they believe in or things that they're feeling as well. So that's that's kind of where I'm expressing my feelings. Also, celebrating her life's her life. Um, she wouldn't want I know she wouldn't want us to be sad and it's hard not to be sad. She would definitely want us to celebrate her life. Um, and I am trying my best to do that. And I plan to do that next year for her birthday as well. Um, there will be more details to come as far as that. Sometimes it it's very difficult to distinguish grief from depression. Um, although grief, you know, you have symptoms such as fatigue, weight loss or weight gain, um, trouble sleeping, nausea. But with depression, it's thoughts of suicide or feelings of worthlessness or helplessness um, and so sometimes it can be hard to distinguish but you also have to um, f- if you're feeling like you're more depressed versus grieving that you get the help that you need so it doesn't turn into something that you know will you won't be able to control or you'll need more help for than than by waiting than if you go and get help right now. So just be mindful of how you're feeling um, and just pay attention to that. Um, And if you are grieving, again, know that I am here and I don't mind talking. You guys can definitely send me an email um, when I figure out what my email is. (laughs) I believe it is T... Um, tea and talk with Taff. So that's T-E-A-A-N-D-T-A-L-K-W-I-T-H-T-A-F at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, concerns, or feeling like you just need someone to talk to to help you get through whatever it is you're going through, I am here. If you have no one else, I am here. I am a listening ear. If you just need a listening ear, if you need someone to just cry to, just know that I am here. We have to help each other out because if we don't help each other out, who else is there to help us, you know? So that's why I feel it's very important to just be there for one another, especially during this time with this coronavirus pandemic. So if you can help someone else out, help them out. If you can be there, be there. If you can be a listening ear, be a listening ear. Pay it forward because in the long run, it's going to help us all. But I want to thank you guys for joining this episode of Tea and Talk. Um, Next week, I will also be talking about grief part two. Um, And I hope you guys will all join me then. And thank you for joining me today. And I will see you next week. You guys have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Tea and Talk. Stay tuned every Monday for new episodes. If you love Tea and Talk, be sure to give a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email at teaandtalkwithtab at gmail.com. That's T, the word and, talk with tab. T-A-F at gmail.com.